0: Say it like it is. Imagine if that head trash was not there. Who would you be? What if I told you those fears were no longer a problem? What would you do? I'm Stephanie Costello, a mom of three, wife, and avid mountaineer. Beyond all of these, I am very much like you, an average person trying to navigate this thing we call life. My goal with this podcast is to bring to light the truth about what intimacy really is. You may smile, feel called out, or learn something new. Either way, you will learn you are in control. This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode... I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for the special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com. Welcome back to the Intimacy Truths podcast, where we are here to share another interview that we have done with Integrated Fitness of Dover. Candice, who is the owner of Integrated Fitness of Dover, interviewed us and asked us some questions on how to say it like it is, say what you mean, and mean what you say in your relationships, your communication, and in life in general. Here you have it, our conversation around saying it like it is
1: good morning everyone and welcome to another wellness wednesday i am candace Ford, co-owner of integrated fitness of dover and today i am super super excited to introduce uh stephanie costello she um is one of my most trusted um experts for personal information i like to talk to her about everything personal and uh and she's fantastic so stephanie um has a company called safety and freedom Um, and, um, while taking action and providing accountability, safety and freedom helps clients own their power, embrace their individuality and break free of old patterns. So Stephanie is well-known for her honesty, care, and genuine vulnerability, helping married or divorced men and women overcome guilt, shame, and overwhelm, ultimately finding safety in the freedom they create. And, uh this comes at a perfect time because I have been on my own journey in this area of, um, of um, getting rid of guilt and shame and um, kind of uh, standing in my power and um, being okay with saying what I mean and meaning what I say. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited for this. So Stephanie, please take it away.
0: Yes. Thank you for having me. Uh, One of the things we love to focus on when it comes to divorced dads or married moms is the helping them assertively communicate, courageously setting boundaries and enhancing their self-control. You know, it's oftentimes couples will silently avoid each other because they want to avoid that argument. And our goal is to really help uh, couples and parents be able to communicate exactly what you said, say what it is that you want to say and mean what you, what you say.
1: Yeah. And not just say what you want, but figuring out, what you want to say. Um, really learning who you are, um, not who you think you should be or who you th- your think you think your partner wants you to be or who would fit into your friend circle, but who you genuinely are, what your needs are, and then being able to effectively communicate those needs to your partner and you know hopefully them, you know, stepping in to kind of your ownership of those needs and and helping you with that. So absolutely. Yeah. Where can people, um, I guess, where can people start? Absolutely. So personal clarity is, is
0: really, is the key piece awareness. You have to become personally aware in whatever it is that you're struggling with. When couples are working with me, it's either that self-care piece, understanding themselves the relationship piece, trying to figure out how is this relationship working for me, or the behind closed doors, like how do I want my sexual intimacy to really be with my partner or or multiple partners. And so, um, when it comes to personal clarity, when between ages two and six, we are it's ingrained in us. Behaviors, emotional patterns and communication patterns, blind beliefs that we make with our parents and our family and our society and whatever we're being taught based on how we're being raised is all integrated into us in a very young age. And so we make these sort of agreements. For example, why is it inappropriate to talk to the person in the public stall next to you? There's no rules that say that anywhere. It's just I do okay.
1: that all the time. That's not okay. I didn't you know would. that. Sorry to all the people in the bathroom stalls. I just feel like breaking the silence is way better. Yeah,
0: it's so funny. I mean, it's like even more awkward when you don't have toilet paper and you're like, excuse me, can you like pass (laughs) it? right so um that's a that's something that we follow because we watch everybody else do it or we have moms that are like toddlers are looking under the stall, so don't do that and we're like not even realizing what we're telling them not to do um so we just make these agreements with our our world and so it's important to not then sit start to think about wow you know some people are either like, but I don't, I, my parents did really great. Like they're afraid to say something bad about their parents or about bad about their family. It's like, no, negative versus positive. This is the second piece of awareness. Negative is, is equal to positive. The, positive doesn't weigh higher than negative, right? And if you're talking about something that was, can, you were conditioned to do that you don't agree with now that you realize realizing you don't agree with it, you can talk about that in the same way you're talking about the sky is blue as well as talk about a huge highlight in your childhood in the same way you're talking about the sky is blue. Both are important. And so a lot of times in our society, we sit back. So the third piece is, oh, no, like, let me not touch that. We fear we fight against what we are afraid of instead of embrace what we know is our truth. And so really giving yourself the opportunity to stop and say, I'm done fighting with that. I'm done fearing that I'm done with letting that fear run my life. And I'm going to start choosing what I crave for myself. Yeah. It's
1: like what, you know, negative because you think it's wrong, but do you really think it's wrong or Mm -hmm. were you just conditioned to think it's wrong? Right. And then, yeah, I totally get that. Like who said you can't do that? Or who said Mm -hmm. you have to do something this way? Or who said that being that way or wanting to be a certain way is wrong. Like Mm -hmm. if you think it's okay and it's not harming anyone else, then you, you do you girl.
0: Right. You, you deserve to live your life in alignment to how you want to live. That's just where safety and freedom comes from. We help people find safety in the freedom they create by their design, not by default or somebody else's design. Um, And so then the next piece to that is, okay, I've gained this awareness. I've gained this clarity now. What do I say? How do I say it? Where do I start? Right? Do I just yeah. pick the in? I'm, I'm listen,
1: I'm taking notes. I am <laughs> taking notes because I've got the clarity. Yeah. Just, and anybody who knows me knows that I talk a lot. I am a words person. I communicate. Like, that's what I do. But when it comes to anything really, truly personal or intimate, I literally do not have words like they don't come out like I physically cannot get the words out so so please please tell us because I'm taking notes yes so uh
0: there's there's a few ways we could take this and and so anybody who's watching or listening I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a little Venn diagram on my sheet here and on the right side uh, excuse me the left side of the Venn diagram you're gonna put me in the middle of the Venn diagram, you're going to put WC for workable compromise. And then on the on the right side, you're going to put them. Um, it could be business, um, but you're so AKA your relationship with business, your relationship with yourself, your partner, like what do you, what are you trying to figure out? But for today, we're really going to focus on the relationship with your partner. So you can write um, anywhere that is helpful for you. I want for me, I want for you, I want for us, and then uh, you want for you, you want for us, and you want for me. Oops. I said that it, it, it doesn't really matter, you know, but if it's, if you need it to be organized, put me first and then us uh, last. And so when you're thinking, when you're getting that personal clarity, you're, you're, you can make some assumptions on those last three, unless they've directly told you something, you might be able to answer a couple of them, but your screen is blurry because your, your Zoom thing, oh, there we go, yes, and so uh, be careful not to make assumptions here, and our blind beliefs oftentimes create us, this give us this chance to make an assumption so if you genuinely don't have an answer don't try to fill something out if you don't have an answer to a question just leave it be move on to the next one and don't make assumptions about what your partner may or may not want and so um when you're writing down the answer to these questions, you have your answers to the six or less, and they have their answers to the six or less. Now, the best piece is when you are able to really figure out some of the answers to those questions, you're able to get to the middle ground. You're able to really say, wow, I thought you wanted this for us, but really you're telling me you want this, right? And getting that clarity to figure out that middle ground. And sometimes, big piece here second piece about this workable compromise is not well i don't want it so you don't get it or you don't want it so i don't get it yeah. right that that is not how workable compromise works workable compromise is this is the i want for me piece what is your non negotiable what are what line are you drawing in the sand that you're not willing to move and and where then what are what are some flexible pieces that you're willing to be flexible with i was going to share uh, I'm trying to think of an example. So do you have an example where we could kind of work through that for yourself?
1: Um, Boy, how uh, personal do I want to get on yeah. this wellness thing? Exactly. Wednesday? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you know, for me, and I mean, I'm, I'm mostly an open book and I don't care if all, you know, all of Facebook knows who I am. That's fine. Yeah. My, my issues are more with sexual intimacy when it comes to communication and saying what I want and what I need. Yeah. Um, Not, um, but I also have trouble setting um, personal boundaries Mm. in general with friends, with work, with, you know, so you're a Oh yes, completely you're, completely.
0: you're so much of a giver that you're, and you're usually the one that jumps right to giving. You're like, let's just go and give. I'm the same way. I'm, And I find myself like, why? I just offered the entire elephant. Like, why did I give everything away?
1: And then like, I'm getting like, you know, bits of turkey back and I'm just like this. <laughs> yeah. And then, is, then I'm also stressed difference? out because I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do because I'm doing everything for everybody else. Yeah. So I think um, so workable compromise there would be
0: my non-negotiable line is this is what I'm doing for myself. This mm. is what I
1: want for myself. And- yeah. So I so my non-negotiable is that I make time um, for the gym and I make time for self-care. Mm. I, I have to have those things. That has to be in my time budget. It has to be in my financial budget. There is that is a non-negotiable for me. Mm. So that would be one for me. In terms, So Monday mornings at 6am making something up is
0: like, this is not going to be flexible with anything or anyone, unless I'm sick, I'm going to be at the gym Monday morning, 6am every single time, or I'm going to be at my massage, my massage every week at this time, completely non-negotiable. I don't care what else is going. I don't care if the house is on fire. I'm going to get my massage. Yeah. Every other week. I am going there. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the non negotiable. And you have every right to ask for that. In the piece with givers versus um, takers, givers have to set boundaries because takers have none. Um, and so if we don't set boundaries around our giving, the takers are so used to receiving that they're just going to want to take more. And as soon as you give two or three times, because it takes our brain three times to really learn something um, or start to behaviorally be trained into it. Um, as soon as you do like two or three times, they're just so used to it. At that point, they're just going to keep going until you set a boundary. And the boundary piece is what's really hard is because we feel like we're disappointing somebody, which then gets me into the assertive communication checklist that we have, which you can get for free at safetyinfreedom.com safety forward slash assertive communication.
1: Yeah, we'll have a link to your site um, in when we post this. Yeah. Um, so everyone can go to your website and hopefully learn how to be assertive, but yeah. I listened to, um, a podcast, uh, earlier in the week about, uh, pers- about setting boundaries. And we, I, they were saying that a lot of people are afraid to set personal boundaries and boundaries can be, you know, physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, intellectual boundaries. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, the reason we don't do it is because we were afraid to offend the person that we're saying, yeah. you know, actually, I really don't like when you speak to me that way, or, you know, please don't, please don't touch me or, you know, because it makes us feel like we're being bitchy and, you know, God forbid a woman actually stand her ground. We're not right. a strong woman. We're a bitch. And this is just yeah. what it is, but they worded it so well. She said, it's not, it's my preference. It's not you. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with me. And it's my, it's just my preference. I would prefer that you not speak to me that way. I would prefer not to be touched by somebody I don't know, and I love that because it it gives us the power and it puts the it puts it back on us, so we don't have to feel bad about telling the other person what we want because it's just my preference. Absolutely. So there's
0: there's three pieces to this, and as you were talking, so to kind of go back to the my preference piece, that's you speaking assertively versus being accusatory. Don't do that. You when you do this, it's blah, blah, blah. Right. You are the problem versus what I want is really important to me and to our relationship. Right. So accusatory versus assertive. It's really important to make sure that we're saying I statements when we're trying to ask for something, not you statements statements. uh, In reference to intimacy, intimacy is not just what happens behind closed doors. Intimacy is how we bond as humans, both like you were saying, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, there's all these ways that we bond together and some of those ways have again been tainted taint, tainted tainted by there <laughs> we go there we go by our, our our past past relationships family whatever you have it and so the piece to gaining that confidence to kind of break free from those fears and and just kind of stand up and break through the resistance is knowing how to say what you want to say, having a structure, instead of like trying to pull it out of our head, like, oh, I can't say I are used, but I have to say eyes. And it's like, you get kind of, you get debilitated because you get flooded with emotions. And then your frontal lobe is like shut down because your brain is all full of those cortisol and, you know, stress hormones. And so it's like, then you freeze or then you fight, or then you kind of go into these, these fear-based reactions. And so the, the assertive communication checklist gives you that breakdown there's the, uh, the validation, the intent, and the action. Very simple. If you can include, and it doesn't have to be in conflict or something that you are fearing might create a conflict. It can be everything you approach a person with. If you start with a validation, you're starting off with on a good note, first off, then you state your intention. You're starting off with a clear message of what you're looking to have out of this conversation versus when we just go out and say, well, you did this. We're, we're sending the wrong message. We're not sending them a powerful message. We're sending them an accusatory message versus when we say our intent, we're saying I statements. I would really like for us to be able to sit down and have a conversation. And if your validation is, I understand you're super stressed out. I know you've been busy at work and you haven't had a lot of time to yourself, but I really need us intent to sit down and have a conversation about our X, Y, Z, you know, challenge in our family or intimacy or whatever it is. And then your action step. Can we please sit down at this time on this day, undivided attention, uninterrupted, like what is the action? What is it that you're asking for? Not fluffiness, like a specific, assertive, not aggressive, you know, direct thing of what is it, it is that you're actually going to take action on micro action, macro results. Don't try to eat the whole elephant all at once. Take some baby step to just get into the right direction.
1: And what's your thought on, on written communication versus verbal communication oh. <laughs> for someone like me who has a serious mental block with like yeah. trying to like say stuff?
0: <laughs> I, I have a lot about communication and verbal versus written. So um, if you have something that you want to say But when it comes time to saying it, you shut your brain just shuts down like it. You're literally it's gone and you can't pull it out. That's because, again, those stress hormones are your your brains like I'm going to be eaten by a freaking tiger. I need to run away. Like that's what your brain is thinking
1: is happening. Or they're going to be upset with me or they're going to feel badly about what I'm going to say. And so much concern for the other person that your own well-being is just. Shut off, and so that's called fawning, which is a, a fear response. F
0: A W N I N G. If you're oh, interested I'm a fawn,
1: yeah, well, they
0: love it. <laughs> no, that's the way that's called fawning. And, and being a recovering rescuer, I still to this day struggle with setting those boundaries because you know it's like wanting to want every wanting everybody to be happy, genuinely wanting everybody to be happy. So, um, if you if you have to sit down and have a conversation, but you genuinely can't get the words out pen and paper, not text, because text is read through somebody. When we read text, we're reading it through our emotions, through our lens of our life story and, and filtering it through us and then applying our own meanings to it. We need the verbal communication. We need the verbal, uh, the nonverbal cues. We need that physical touch. If I'm having a, an, a, a, a fearful conversation with my partner, but they're holding me, well, then I'm not going to worry about them getting upset or I'm not going to read them getting upset because I'm already thinking they're upset. So, then, then it's just their tone's not going to be what they intended it to be. So voice is always important. If you can't do the pen and paper with each other, like holding each other, sitting next to each other, doing whatever makes you comfortable, then try the phone while you're driving. That's usually the best place for people to talk is while they're driving because they have something they're focusing on, but they're still able to kind of chat and and really be intent intentful in the conversation. There's ways to do it to build up to Making it so that you can have a face-to-face conversation. Awesome,
1: yeah. There are so many subjects that we can touch on. Like, I'm I'm excited to bring you back like many many times because (laughs) I feel like we're this. There's this is so complex in being able to say what you mean and 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 effectively communicate. And I think people think that well, I communicate, I talk, and like talking is like like one percent of the communication. Right. There is so much more than just the words that you say. And, and, um, I think that, uh, because we text so much and social media and we've, as a, as a society as a whole have just lost Mm -hmm. the ability to authentically connect and authentically communicate our needs to other people yeah, um, and be confident in, in what we need and not feel guilty for, for, for being who we are. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, I thank you so much for for being with us today. You're and, welcome. um, you guys have not seen the last of Stephanie. She's, she is going to be a repeat offender on wellness Wednesdays because I have so many things I want to talk about. And, yeah. um, and if you guys have any questions for her, um, or any topics you would like to see her cover again, intimacy on any level, um, um relationships, marriage, um, sex, uh, she can cover all of it. So let us know what you'd like to hear from, from her next, and, uh, and and maybe we can have one of those topics covered. So again, Stephanie, I appreciate it so much for you uh, chatting with us today. And uh, again, we will post a link to her website and please reach out. Um, mm-hmm. I am a personally uh talking to Stephanie outside of wellness Wednesday and I I urge all of you to do the same um and you see couples at the you see people alone in and, and couples together right. if that's something that you um are comfortable doing I I love couples therapy that's my favorite yeah. so, awesome so uh thanks for watching guys and uh we will see you next time
0: thank you for having me This episode is brought to you by Safety in Freedom. Are you struggling to find safety in the freedom you create? Or maybe you're struggling to own your power, embrace who you are, and break free from those toxic patterns? Well, let's help you solve this problem today. Let's figure out what is really happening in your relationships with yourself and others. You can do that for free today at safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. That is safetyinfreedom.com forward slash call. In addition, if you are looking for support with what we've been talking about in today's episode, I want to encourage you to get our free tools to help you navigate your freedom. You can go now to safetyinfreedom.com to get those resources. If you'd like access to the special resources and all the show notes for the special episode, make sure to visit theintimacytruths.com.